Today is the final message in our short series, Proverbs, Living Wisdom. But it's not really an ending because the pursuit of wisdom, God's wisdom, is an ongoing process. It's a lifelong journey. And I trust that these messages from the book of Proverbs have whetted our appetite, have made us hungry for more, whether this is your first look at Proverbs or whether you read Proverbs regularly, there is more, more truth, more wisdom to discover, to understand, and to live. I remember a couple of times in my life when I was at a restaurant, a fancier restaurant, I don't even know if they do this anymore, if it's like even a thing anymore, but it was after the meal, and then they would bring out the dessert tray. Oh, the dessert tray. I'm getting some humming here back here. Um, thank you. Now I think they just give you a dessert men- menu. It's still hard with the paper. But there, it was the actual desserts. They were all fully made. They were ready to go. You were staring at them face to face, thinking that you had finished, but knowing. And then they ask you that question do you want more? Do you want more? So metaphorically speaking, we have pulled out the Proverbs dessert tray. We have highlighted certain topics in Proverbs. And the question is, do we want more? And I trust the answer is a resounding yes. Let us take, let us eat, let us feast on the wisdom of God. So I encourage us to continue reading the book of Proverbs, to uncover, to discover its treasures. One idea is to choose just one verse for a week or even a month. Just highlight that and allow the Holy Spirit to breathe life into that truth. Let's do a quick recap of our series. Previously on Proverbs, Living Wisdom. The first topic, oh, you like that. The first topic was speech. To speak with grace, not haste. To listen before speaking, and to speak with compassion at the right time. Then we looked at the topic of love covering offense. We were challenged to love in the way that God loves us, with a love that covers. Offense hurts. Love heals. Offense hurts, but love heals. And last week, Marcello spoke on the topic of the fear of the Lord, a deep respect, a reverence, even a trembling as we come before a holy God. Holy, holy, holy. I appreciated the quote, fear takes you away from God, but the fear of the Lord draws you closer to him. And this week, we're going to look at the topic of diligence. 
Yes, diligence. I'm not sure how much diligence is valued, is celebrated in our culture. I'm fairly certain that we can appreciate the results of diligence, but I'm not as convinced that we embrace the process of diligence. What is actually involved in being diligent? A dictionary definition of diligence is steady, earnest, and energetic effort, devoted and painstaking work and application to accomplish an undertaking. Yes, sign me up for that. I want steady effort. I want reliable, painstaking application, probably with little or no recognition. Wait, that doesn't sound glamorous, does it? I mean, it, it just doesn't seem fun. I mean, who, who would want this? Who would value this? Who would delight in this? But perhaps, just maybe, there's more to diligence than meets the eye. Perhaps we are missing out on a rare jewel, something more valuable than we first realize, something to be sought after, to be treasured, even to be celebrated. Diligence! Go diligence. We see various examples of diligence in life. The student, doesn't matter what level, high school, university, trade school, completing assignments, spending hours in studying, working towards a final goal, graduation. The single mother caring for her children. Hopefully I won't cry on this one. Just appreciate this so much. Day after day, overcoming possible loneliness, financial hardship, stress, while at the same time enjoying the moments, the treasure of being with her children. The firefighter preparing mentally and physically, willing to put their life on the line for the sake of others. The artist crafting, creating, refusing to give up on their passion. These are just a few examples of diligence. There are many more. God is calling each of us to a path of diligence. Wisdom invites us to live a life of diligence, to uncover and celebrate its delights. Jesus was diligent. He led a life of diligence. He had time for people. He was compassionate. He taught. He healed. Jesus had a clear plan and purpose to seek and save that which was lost. Jesus went to the cross, dying for our sins. And Jesus rose again in victory. He offers us eternal 
and abundant life. Amen. Let's take a closer look at diligence. I've decided to use alliteration in the title to my message, and I just went all in. Now, I've, I personally, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I personally have always appreciated Joseph's use of alliteration, whether it's New Year's nuggets, Samuel supplements, or some other wild and wacky wordplay. Alliterate, see what I did there? Alliteration is our friend. It's a helpful memory device and just plain fun. So... The title of this message is, it's a mouthful, Delightly, Delight, I can't even say it, Delightful Daily Diligence Directed by God. Delightful Daily Diligence Directed by God. Four Ds, I know I went over the top, but the point is to help us remember, diligence is daily, diligence is delightful, and diligence is directed by God. One aspect of diligence is that we do daily activities, and they're important in themselves, but they also lead to something greater. Diligence in Proverbs involves planning and purpose. The work today we do is not random, it's not mindless. It matters what we do, the specific activity, and how it fits into the bigger picture. In Proverbs 6, 6 to 8, the ant is celebrated because it stores provisions in the summer. There is planning, foresight. The things we do today will impact the future. And yes, there is absolutely room for God's grace. He can and does make beauty out of ashes, but let's not ignore the value of diligence, of steady, consistent, reliable work that leads to greater things. I believe our culture tends to live for the moment. We crave the instant, the immediate, the now, the easy, and in some cases, immediate is good. When, when I call 911, I'm, I'm trusting in an immediate, instant response. But in many cases, instant is not best. I mean, instant coffee isn't really that good. <laughs> Most things of value take time. Skills take time to develop Relationships take time to grow. And it's not just time, it's intentional activity. Staring at a basketball for days will not make you a better basketball player. No, you actually have to pick up the basketball and practice dribbling, passing, and shooting. That's going to make you a better basketball player. At our house, we have a butterfly bush it's right outside where I prepare the messages. It's like, used to be a garden shed, but we um, walled it in. It's got electricity. I call it the cabana, because it sounds awesome. And there's the bush outside, and I'm writing the message, and I see the beautiful purple flowers, and I see the bees. The bush is just full of bees. 
and bees can make honey. And how do they make it? They collect the nectar and they fly back to the hive. Not once, not one bee. Again, man, they're busy, busy as bees. And they fly back. They work together, purposeful daily activities, which over time lead to great things. Diligence. Diligence is not only daily, it's delightful. Delightful? I know, at least for myself, I struggle with this at times. Yes, I often get the work done. But I, am I really enjoying it? And I like the result. But, but is the process something that I'm delighting in? And yes, there's some things every day we just have to do. And we, and we don't necessarily like them, but they need to be done. But the overall, I'm thinking of the overall rhythm of our life. Do we take delight in what we do? When I read Proverbs 21.5, it spoke to me. Here's the proverb. The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. And in this proverb, Diligence and haste are contrasted. They're clearly separated. Diligence is not haste. And I was thinking, wow, I get this mixed up sometimes. I sometimes think diligence and haste are the same thing, or diligence and busyness. But they're not. Haste says, do it quickly. Just get a bunch of things done. It doesn't matter what it's leading to. Just do more things. Doing more is better. And haste certainly doesn't have time for rest. I mean, haste thinks that rest is just laziness. Diligence knows better. Diligence speaks the truth. Do the things that are most important. Do the things of lasting value. Do them daily and do them with delight. And rest. Rest is part of diligent. Let's be diligent in our work and diligent in our rest. And let's stop beating ourselves up trying to do more and be more. This isn't what God wants. God doesn't want haste. God wants us to be faithful, to do the specific things that he's planned for each of us to do. Ephesians 2.10, this was the vacation Bible school verse. I'm reading it from the New International Version. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Proverbs 13.4 says, a sluggard's appetite is never filled, but the desires 
of the diligent are fully satisfied. The desires of the diligent are fully satisfied. A life of diligence, a life filled with the correct balance of work and rest, according to God's plan, is a life of full satisfaction. Diligence is delightful. And now we come to what I believe is the most important point. Our diligence needs to be directed by God. Proverbs 19.21, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. We may have many of our own plans, this, that, the other thing, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And isn't that wonderful because his ways are higher. Am I willing to put aside my own plans, my own dreams, my own desires for my life and submit to God's plans, God's dreams, God's desire for our life, which is actually way better than our own plans. It's better than anything we could possibly imagine. Proverbs chapter 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. It can also be translated, and he will direct your paths. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will direct your paths. Allow God to direct your paths by his spirit. Let's trust him. God made us. He knows us. He loves us with an all-powerful, creative love that never lets go. And God has the best plans for us. Let's submit our diligence to God. Allow him to direct it. And wow, see what happens. Delightful, daily diligence directed by God. I'll ask the music team to come back up. I'd like to reread Galatians 6, 7 to 10. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let's sow to please the Spirit. 
Verse 9, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Diligence is delightful. Diligence is daily. Diligence is directed by God. Delightful daily diligence directed by God. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for its truth. Thank you for its power. I ask that you would continue to guide us in our daily activities, in those things you want us to do, the times you want us to rest, Father. May we do everything, work and rest in your strength. May we do it with a heart for others. May May we do it for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen.